Amen. Amen. Glory to the name of Jesus. Just some thanks to you prophetically. Amen. Can I get my Bible? Glory. Hallelujah. I, how can we cancel service and we don't even know? And we didn't already say that it ain't going to be. We didn't commanded it not to be what they said it was. Why would we not have church? What better place to be on Sunday than the place we're supposed to be locked in for the next two weeks? Standing in long lines trying to get milk. You're going home to a house with power. You're going back home to a house that has power. Perhaps the power will get cut on now. But perhaps we can, we can cut the power back on for you get home. Amen. There must be, we cannot pass on to, we got to understand our life is a legacy. And that's, that's one thing that I'm emphasizing in this season more than anything else. Our life is a legacy. What do we do when a storm comes, son? Daughter, what, what do we do when a storm comes? Well, you get a generator and you make sure you board up your windows. We're passing on to them bondage. That is not the culture we create. And that's where, that's where the shift comes. What do you do, son or daughter, when you know a storm is coming five days in advance? You start speaking to it. We have to change the culture. And we have to change the mindset. Amen? Bless the Lord. See, the first thing our children, we sh they shouldn't think like we did. Because we thought we were victims of the storm. But they should be raised understanding that they are those that control it by their relationship with God. Amen. And so, so I'm going to just share a couple of things with you out of Romans chapter 8 um, that I feel like really speaks to where we are, uh, what's happening right now in this time. Glory be to God. The beautiful part in all this is God loves us enough to give us a testimony. Now, if you, if, if you don't believe God after this, it's on you. On. It's on you if you still tremble. All right. There's no reason why any of us should doubt God. Right. He's given us enough proof, and he didn't have to do that. Right. He didn't have to do that, and he did. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says this. I'm going to read a few, few verses uh, that, that are familiar to us. I don't know why I keep on switching. I don't never do it like that, but the last two times I've done it the opposite way. And I know better. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says here, um, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? Sons of God, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Y'all see that? You have not received the spirit of bondage to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. 
If so be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature or the creation. For the earnest expectation of creation, he's referring to all of creation, spirit realm, natural realm, amen, in every, every form of existence. They, they're waiting for the manifestation, everybody say manifestation, of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who was subject at the same in hope. A lot of people don't understand, but the world is not obeying God unwillingly. The world does not want to release tornadoes and hurricanes, but it was subjected unto vanity because the one who was supposed to be telling it what to do lost his authority. So now the creation is doing what it don't want to do. It's, try, it's looking for sons to tell it to stop. For, for the creation was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who subjected the same in hope. Because the creature, how, how do we now bring creation out of its bondage? There's only one way, hope. For the cre creation was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who subject is the same. Where is it now brought into bondage in hope? Only those that can call those things that be not as though they were can actually bring the creation out of its bondage. Not people who call it how it see it. Not people who can tell you what Channel 13 News said. Right. But people who speak by hope. Because the creation itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Once the children are free, they can free the creation. The liberty of creation only follows the liberty of sons. You can't free until you, you're, you yourself are freed. Everybody following that? For we know the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together unto now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for but if we hope for what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Father, we just thank you and we just bless you now. Lord God, for the declaration of your word, even on today and for the sealing of what you've done. Father, we write it as a memorial. We mark it on our calendar. Lord God, we take not lightly this, your willingness to hear us to the degree that we can be in church on this morning. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I acknowledge, Lord God, your wonderful hand. I acknowledge your works, how glorious they are, unsearchable, worthy to be praised. We bless you and thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 19. I want to go back there and I'm going to share a couple of things with you uh, that I believe that is timely for this moment and for this time and where. We're at now. It says in Romans 8, verse 19, for the earnest expectation of the creation, not cre creature means creation, waiteth for the manifestation. Everybody say manifestation. manifestation. Manifestation of the sons of God. That word manifestation should sound familiar, right? right? 
Remember what Jesus, Jesus said, I will manifest myself to those that love me, right? For the earnest expectation of, of the creation waited for the manifestation. Everybody say manifestation. Manifestation of the sons of God. Jesus manifests himself to those who love him. We've learned about that in John 14 and John 15. In other words, what does that mean? He shows himself to a few in the crowd of many. We don't, we, in other words, if we're going to experience Jesus, we're not going to see him. He's going to manifest. We're going to see him with our heart, not with our eyes. Everybody follow what I'm saying? Uh, that's what we've already seen. We, we cannot see him. The world cannot see me, but I'll manifest myself to you. Now, the creation waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. The same way. S sons are manifest, not seen. Now, I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about those who have the spirit of adoption operating in them. So the creation waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Sons are not seen just like Jesus. They're only manifested. Everybody follow what I'm saying? You can't see them with your eyes. You can only see or properly discern them by a heart posture. You'll never know you're dealing with a son unless you have a proper heart. Right. He could be a son. You could have a son in your midst and you treat him just like any old man because your heart does not give you the right to see him for who he really is. He's a son. Amen. Just like the Pharisees and Sadducees couldn't see Jesus as a son because of their heart. Amen. If you're looking at a son, now I'm talking about sons. I'm talking about those the earth is waiting to obey. Amen. If you're looking, and, and not to exalt man, but understanding the importance of hearing when you're hearing a son speak. Right. Amen? Amen? If you're looking at a son with your eyes, you'll treat him like a man, and he won't be a source of manifestation in your life. Once Jesus manifests to you, you can release manifestation. Manifestation comes, manifestations of the spirit flow out of men and women of God who Jesus himself has manifested himself to. They become gateways of manifestation. Amen. Everybody follow what I'm saying? Sons, this is the biggest key in, in all of this. Sons don't just speak to people. Sons speak to creation. This is where we have to go because God has brought us into sonship. Sons don't just speak to people. We are not just called to argue with people about what salvation is. We're not called to argue with people about whether they're saved or not. We're not called to argue with different denominations, Jehovah Witnesses and all this other stuff. Hey Amen. That's a waste of time. I don't I'm not going to sit there and argue. I don't speak to you. I speak to creation. What good is my argument with a Jehovah Witness when a hurricane five storm is coming? Obviously, I'd rather be able to speak to creation than speak to a Jehovah Witness. That's our problem. Sons do not speak to people. Sons don't argue with people. Sons speak to creation. They operate in a higher level of authority. Amen. For the creature was made subject to vanity. Sons move beyond arguing with people to commanding creation. Jesus commanded creation because he was a son. He did not waste his time arguing with people. A lot of people say, well, he argued with the Pharisees and Sadducees. No, he didn't. They argued with him. He did not run around trying to prove the Sadducees and Pharisees wrong. They were so intimidated, they tried to argue with him. And after a while, figured out they couldn't win one. Sons don't run around trying to figure out who they can argue with about what's right and wrong. Amen. Because they can speak to greater things. 
He spoke to created spiritual world. He spoke to creation. Marcus, he spoke to the spiritual created world by commanding demons. He did not just speak to man. He spoke to demons. He spoke to the created biological world. He spoke to the biological world and commanded lame men to walk. He could speak to, y'all ain't hear me, creation. He spoke to ecology. Glory be to God. He spoke to weather patterns. Amen. He spoke to wind and the waves. He did not argue with people. Y'all ain't hear. He spoke to the financial order. He did not, oh, glory be to God, he did not speak to the want ads when he needed money. He spoke to the financial order and said, Peter, go down to the water and get a fish. And in that fish's mouth is gold for me and you. Because now he was not speaking to man. He did not have to go down to the tax office to get his taxes taken care of. He could speak to creation. Yes, Lord. Everybody following what I'm saying? So the only this is what we got to understand. God is bringing us to a place where we're, we're called to speak to creation, not argue with people. Right. And when you stop arguing with people and speak to creation, folks will be able to tell the difference when you speak in other people's feet. Right. Trust me, they'll be able to tell the difference. Right. They sat up there and heard Jesus say the same, the same verses. He was, he was teaching out of the same Deuteronomy the Pharisees and Sadducees did. He was teaching out of the same exodus that, that the Pharisees and Sadducees. He said, but hold on, this man right here is different because he speaks as one having what? Authority. Thank you, Lord. Amen? Amen? When you have authority, you recognize you don't, you don't have to argue with men's intellect. You speak to men's heart. And if your heart can't receive it, then guess what? I just wasn't speaking to you. Right. Amen? Amen? Thank you, the only, this is so key. The only part of creation sons can't command is created religion. That's the only part of creation that sons can't speak to. Sons cannot speak to religion. Amen. Demons obey sons. Winds and waves obey sons. Terminal illnesses obey sons. But Pharisees and Sadducees refuse to. Amen. Why am I making that point? Because we must move from arguing with created religion to speaking to creation. Amen? We must understand Jesus didn't walk around trying to find a Pharisee. The Pharisees hunted him down because the folks that used to listen to them realized they didn't have no power. The Pharisees had to go find them, amen, and say, don't you listen to that man. If you listen to that man, you can no longer be a trustee. If you go to that church, you can no longer serve on this board. If you come and listen to him, you're going to lose your salvation. Right. Amen? Thank you. Everybody following what I'm saying? Look at tell your neighbor, no more arguing. No more arguing. No more arguing. You think we think we have to prove our point by arguing with men when we actually prove our point by commanding creation. I ain't got to sit there and argue with you. I can do something you can't do. I can speak to blind men. Amen. I ain't going to sit there and argue with you. Amen. And massage your mind and you still ain't going to get it. Amen. I'm going to speak to what you don't qualify to speak to. Amen. And it's going to obey me. Amen. Amen. Watch this. Because 
Jesus was speaking to what they had no authority to speak to, creation. Amen. Because he was, he was very offensive. Amen. You will always offend men who have no authority. Because you're offensive because you're telling me to put me and my family. It's just logical to do it this way. You can never argue with logic. Amen. You don't once a man goes on a logical track, just close your mouth because eventually what will happen is if you keep on trying to minister to a man's logic, it will it will bring you from your level of faith. So now I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Unless a man deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, he cannot be my disciple. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. And if you're so logical, you have to figure that out first. Stay right here. We're going. My God, come on. Amen. Bless the Lord. Nobody has to wait till you understand it. That's what you don't understand about faith. And that's why you get left behind. You feel like somebody has to wait till you understand it. Or you feel like you got to wait till somebody explains it to you and you're missing the boat. You don't have to understand anything. I don't understand how to speak to storms, but we did it. How did you do that? I don't know. I just did what he told me to do. And the logical man still believes it just happened. It just, he just got lucky. Okay, we'll see the next time. We'll see the next time. Amen. While you tracking the storm tracker, I'm going to be releasing something against the storm. We'll see who. While you following Doppler radars, I'm thinking about dominion. Amen. Amen. And so now, watch this. I'm going to show you this. So this is so key about this. And this is what I want to say about sons. Creation is waiting for our manifestation. Everybody say manifestation. Manifestation Manifestation is being seen by few while in a crowd of many. Sons are only seen by few. If you want to be a son, everybody ain't going to know it. It's like, well, I want to be a son. I want everybody. No. If you, sons are manifest. Only people who have a proper heart can actually recognize your sonship. Sons are manifest just like Jesus are. Amen. This is so key. You don't figure out sons, you follow them. I'm going to say that again. See, some of you, I'm going to tell you this, because you think you figured me out. Most people that, that follow people try to figure out the tendencies of those people and engage that person based on how they figured out the tendencies of that person. You do not figure out sons, you follow sons. Because once you think you figured them out, they're going to offend you. You know why they're going to offend you? Because they're not going to operate based off of your previous calculation. Because sons are being conformed and you have now followed a form in the process of their conforming and now made a form of godliness. And so now when they move out of that form, you're still stuck saying this is how pastor operates. And now you're offended because I no longer operate like that because you do not figure out sons. You just follow sons. Uh, That's why Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you to become. I can't let you figure this out. That's why Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. 
Christ, you will never be able to now properly interact with the son unless you just follow him. You ain't going to figure him out because you think you got me today and then next month it's going to flip. I promise you right now, I ain't going to operate next month like I operate today because I'm, 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 I'm being conformed. And so that's why the prophet said Elijah, when he saw Elijah in the famine and Elijah told him, go get Ahab. He said, no prophet, please, please don't make me go get Ahab because who knows where you're going to be. The wind is going to blow and you'll no longer be where I last saw you. And so don't make me go get Ahab because then you're not going to be there. What I'm trying to tell you is if you think you figured out what God is doing here, you have not figured it out because I have not figured it out. I am following to be formed. You're mad because I'm not operating in the last form that you thought you figured out. That's how you birth forms of godliness. Amen. Glory be to God. You don't figure out sons, you follow them. Amen. And as you follow them, you begin to know. So some, if you're stuck in a form because you believe you can figure out a son when in actuality you can only follow them. We follow to know. Everybody say we follow, we follow. To, know. to know. We don't figure out to know. If you figure out before you follow through, you'll never know anything. Not like you should. Amen? What if we, what if we think we got to figure out how to stop a storm before we actually speak to it? We never speak to it because you can't figure it out. Amen. Can't figure that out. Romans chapter 18, 8, verse 14. Look at this. It says here, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the what? For you have not received. How do you know your son? This is verse 14 is so much more important than verse 15 is so much more important. And helps validate verse 14, what it means to be led by the spirit. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry, Abba, what? There is one fruit that authenticates whether we have entered into adoption and sonship. There's only one fruit. There's one fruit that every son bears, absence of fear. If where there is an existence of fear, there is an absence of a measure of sonship. There's one fruit that every son authenticates when they're sons, when they're led by God's spirit. No fear. There is no fear. But you have what? Received the spirit of adoption. What does it mean to be adopted? Adopted out of a world controlled by fear. Adopted out of a world that tells you you honor fear. Adopted out of a world that tells you you respect fear. That being sensible is following fear. Being reasonable is following fear instead of faith. Amen. You're adopted out of a system that capitalizes off of terror. Right. Do you understand how much money was made over the last week? You don't, you don't even get it. It's big business. Fear is big business. Amen? Amen. The more I make you think that you might die or something might be a catastrophe, the more I can make you spend money you, that really ain't even in your budget. Right. 
And so now, now there are people who bought generators that who going to get their power cut off, but it never got knocked off in the storm because they can't afford to pay the electric bill. Right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now your power still went out. <laughs> and Duke ain't going to cut it back on. Amen. Wow. I had a couple of, I think I was talking to Jarvis. It's funny now. Amen. I was talking to Jarvis. And they, look, it was the first day. It was like Thursday. They were sitting out in the garage. And they said, this, this, they already talking about a thousand folk. They ain't got no power. Jarvis looked at me and said, man, they just didn't pay their bill. Ain't nothing out here. <laughs> I said, you right. Ain't no way in a thousand folk without power. Ain't even no way in a hit. Yeah, it's Thursday. We sitting out in the garage chilling. Talking about a thousand people power. I'll try that too. I pay my bill. My power went out. <laughs> Glory be to God. Well, why is your neighbor's lights on? <laughs> oh, gosh. Folks, funny. You had people driving their cars up on porches. I ain't lying. That's why I can't get back on Facebook. Somebody showed me a Facebook clip of two boys. This joker done put his car up on the porch. You got it, you got it, just hit the gas. <laughs> I, I should laugh at that. <laughs> right? Glory be to God. There's a, there is one fruit. Help us, Jesus. There's one fruit. You, you know who really gets a kick out of it? The devil. Look how much they trust you, God. There's one fruit that authenticates whether we have entered into adoption and sonship. The absence of fear. Where there is an absence of fear, a son is being born. Let me tell you something. In this storm, if you did not fear, you're being born. When you saw the Raider Doppler and you saw the torrent coming and it's bigger than ever, if you didn't allow fear to tell you you got to do this and do that and do this, and do, you're being born. I don't even care if your lights got cut out. It's still good. You still are in the process of being born you're, because fear can no longer control you. And once fear can't make me obey it, I can make obey what was trying to cause the fear. I can reverse. Once fear doesn't have authority over me, whatever tried to cause the fear must listen to me. Amen. My lights got cut off. It didn't work. You missing the point. You missed the whole point of it. And you're going to go back because what we try to do is authenticate current fear based off of previous problems. I ain't going to let do to me what Matthew did to me. I'm going to get this, and I'm going to get that, and I'm going to get this. So we let a past experience dictate our present state of mind, and it brought us into a bondage that gave permission to the storm to come. Right. I don't care what happened in Matthew. Amen. I'm not the man I was when Matthew came. My prayer life ain't what it was when Matthew came. The glory wasn't on my life like it is when Matthew came. 
This church wasn't operating in authority. It was operating in when Matthew came. You can never use past problems to now decipher and discern present conflict. Because as long as I can make you believe I can do what I did the last time, I'm going to make you do uh, everything you do out of fear. And when there's fear, there's always bondage. I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Amen. So. Whatever you don't allow to cause you to fear is proof that you're being born. So if you weren't tormented in this storm, guess what? You have more authority over the next one. When the bill couldn't get paid, see, if that did not cause you in an uproar, if you didn't get nervous when you couldn't pay your bill and something got cut off, it's proof you're going to have authority over not being able to pay your bills. Because what God has to do is in order to overcome fear, you have to face failure. Read it. If we suffer with him, we shall reign with him. So now I have to suffer things that cause fear until I no longer fear what I'm suffering. You know what people fear? They fear suffering. So now suffering is the one thing in the way of us becoming sons. How can I make you not fear it? By making you face it and helping you to understand you ain't going to die. If your power going out still causes fear, then you need your power to go out. All right. So you no longer fear that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. There are people whose power went out more free than people whose power stayed on. Amen. I don't care that your power went out. You were still more free than people who had their power on. Don't get it twisted just because you suffered. Because the people who kept their power on, they were worried about it getting cut off. They watched and said, oh, they got this cut off. I hope I don't cut off. Oh, they got this cut off. I hope I don't. Commander, you are in more bondage than the one that already got their lights cut out because you're actually that worried about the power staying on. Amen. Obviously, your power needs to get cut off so you'll stop fearing it. We kept power through the whole time, and I was crossing my fingers, bondage. Bondage. God wish your your power would have went out. Amen? Because you still fear that. Amen? When fear is being subdued, a son is being born. Fear and bondage go hand in hand. You can't be in fear without being in bondage. Y'all understand that, right? You cannot be in fear without being in bondage. I'm going to read that again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to what? Fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry what? Fear and bondage go hand in hand. And a son can never be a man who walks in fear. So fear has to now be subdued before a son can be conceived. How do we do that? If we suffer with him, we shall reign with him. So so watch this now. You can't be in fear without being in bondage. Why? When you have fear, you'll obey fear. When you have fear, you'll obey fear. Put up Romans 6 and 16. Amen. And I'm not going to go long. When you have fear, you'll obey fear. Amen. Glory to his name. Know ye not, look at this, that to whom you yield yourselves servant to obey, his servants you are to whom you what? To whom you obey. If we obey fear, we serve fear. Mm -hmm. 
Why does the newscast work so hard to now cause fear to come in our hearts? Because he understands he, the prince of the power of the air runs the systems of this world. If I can make them fearful, I can make them obey me. Amen. Amen. Right. So we don't praise when we think the power is going to come out. We try to figure out ways to keep the power on. We don't pray. We try to cross our fingers. Amen. We begin to obey fear. What if this happened? Trees might fall. This might happen. And so now we begin to live life out of a what if. Amen. What if the refrigerator grow out? What if the generator don't work? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And what if God wanted all that to happen? To prove to you, you ain't going to die. Wouldn't it make more sense if God delivered a man, men and women from bondage to bring them straight in the promise? Wouldn't it make sense to do that? Why would you bring them into the wilderness where their life is always hanging in the balance? Obviously, having the promise and maintaining the promise hinges on trust. All right. Come on. That's right. If you don't trust them, you can't keep it. So there's a lot of people that can't keep peace even though peace is their promise because you don't trust God. Amen? Joy is yours, yours by promise. You don't have to pay for it. But if you don't trust God, you can't keep it. Amen? If we obey fear, we'll serve fear. Fear tells us what to do, what to think, who to call, and where to what? Go. I purposely forced myself to watch the broad, I wasn't really watching it like that. I would just check on it every now and again, but I purposely watched the forecast, especially after we prophesied on Tuesday. Amen? Amen? After we prophesied on Tuesday, because they're saying it's getting bigger, it's getting worse, it's getting slower. But then we watched in a 24-hour period. We sat up here, and anybody who was here is my witness. It went from, we said, look here, by this time tomorrow, that category four is going to come down some categories. By the time we got to Bible study, a category four or five went down to a two. What did the enemy recognize? I'm losing ground. I'm losing ground. So now I got to still make them scared. It's only a category two now, but that's deadly. Deadly devastation is yet on the way. Rain for three weeks. Soil turned into mud, trees falling everywhere. You got a news host sitting there blowing in the wind like this. He's blowing like this, and then there's two men that walk behind him in shorts. Did y'all see it? <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm talking about this joker doing this right here. And two boys in shorts just walk by him. Can, come on, somebody say the devil got busted. All right, all right, all right. And then it's going to hit Wednesday, the worst ever. Thursday, here it comes. Friday for sure. Friday the 13th. Everything's getting wiped out. Okay, okay, okay. There's not going to be major winds, but there's going to be an outpour. 
like Noah. Just one thing to another. Winds are no longer a category anything. It's just a tropical storm. Oh, I'm sorry. It ain't really even a tropical storm anymore. It's just winds going 30 and 40 miles. And oh, I'm sorry. They're actually 15 to 25. But there is some flooding in some areas. At each testimony, the enemy lost more and more grip. Because he understands you're going to obey what you, now if you fear me, you'll obey me. But then there are people that start getting bold. And instead, of, there was a time we were just going to sit around the, the fireplace and sing Kumbaya. Folks start walking outside. Didn't you? Didn't you? Folks start sitting out in their yard and, and walking through. And then the devil said, man, this thing is over. Ain't nothing we can do about it. They mess around and they don't fear me no more. What you don't fear can Glory to the name of Jesus. He's teaching us his ways. He's teaching us, well, why did my power get knocked out? Because you ain't going to fear your power getting knocked out next time. Amen? Don't worry about that. Amen. Our power didn't get knocked out. And I, I thank God to that to a degree that God testified. But even more so, even if it did get knocked out. We still coming in here and giving a testimony because it was not a category five storm. Care less. Power or no power. He still did it. Because it's not about a man having power, it's about a people. God is trying to bring a people into the, the promises and the authority of God. And that's where we're headed. Amen. Bless the Lord. And so now. Romans 8, verse 17 to 18, and I'm almost done. And if children, <clears throat> then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we do what? Everybody say suffer. How many of you are scared to suffer? Probably more that's willing to admit that. Right? If so, be that we suffer with him that we may be also, what? Glorified together. Amen. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed where? There's already something in us that's being held back by fear. So suffering deals with the fear so we can release what's within. Amen. We suffer to reign. Do you, we suffer to reign. We suffer to reign. Amen. We suffer what other people fear so we can live without fear. Amen? There's some people that actually fear coming to church today. Y'all know that, right? I ain't going to actually think the pastor is preposterous. How dare you call people out in rain like this? It's so horrible outside. You should just stay home and stay safe. And we're breaking the bondage of fear because God didn't tell you that. Only fear told you that. Only fear. That, that was not the voice of God. And stop mistaking it at it as right. the voice of God. The voice of God don't tell you to tuck your tail and run. Right. Amen. Amen. Once fear is no longer a factor, we can what? Reign. It's so funny. I hope you don't get me. I just heard news about it. You know, everybody, we was, we was in the house. And then I think I was talking to Elder Charles. And he said, or Lady Mira went on to and they said, you know, your nephew said he's going home. <laughs> so he's going, 
he going back to South Bend. He said he going back to Indiana. I was like, oh, for real? Amen. And so I understood it's not for me to tell him to go, not to go. It's my job to testify he don't need to. Instead of trying to go into a verbal argument, why not live in the authority that testifies? And so I watched his posture change because you know how people watch you to see how you respond, to see how they need to be acting. They say, all right, is he getting nervous yet? It was so funny. We were on a plane one time. It was the first time my kids was flying. It was the funniest thing in the world. We were flying to New York. Man, we hit some hard turbines. And man, I, you know, I've kind of, I've been flew a, a, a ton of times, and so I understand that. But I looked up, and I, all my kids was looking at me. <laughs> Every last one of them, they looking like, is this plane going down? You know, I'm like, look, we good, we good, we good. Because I've been through it, so I don't fear it. God. The only reason why I don't fear it is because I've already faced it. I had to be forced to face it, not to fear it. Everybody following what I'm saying? We had to be forced to face the category five so we won't be scared of a category eight. Everybody following what I'm saying? And then just the same way my children looked at me and said, okay, we're going to be okay. Your uncle, your aunt, your brother, your co-worker, your, 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 your niece and your nephew are going to look at you and say, okay, we're going to make it. And, and we're going to bring them into their identity because can't no son be scared. It's not about saying, it's not about saying, look, I got faith and you don't. No. That ain't got nothing to do with this. It's about a people having dominion. I'm not mad at you for being scared. Amen. I'm not mad at you for being fearful. I'm not even disappointed. I understand you got to be taught. Amen. Glory be to God. Look at this and then I'm closing. Now I shared this with uh, with um with our group, Jeremiah 6 and 19. Put that up in the New King James if you have it. Thank you, Lord. Glory to the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I, I sent two, two, two uh, posts to the leaders. I try not to post too, too much. You know, but just when I hear the Lord, I'm not just out trying to shoot out stuff. I need to hear the Lord if I'm going to say something, you know, and I'll say this to you all. Don't use Telegram as your Facebook fix. Hey, man, some of y'all be on it too much. Just say what you hear God say. And if you don't hear God say nothing, don't say nothing. Amen. Amen. Watch this. It says this is the first one. Um, on, on Friday, I appreciate everyone. The Lord has given us the victory. What was once a Category 5 hurricane is nothing more than a prolonged rain with minimal power outages. The weather, the weather patterns didn't just randomly change. They were altered by those who recognized inherited authority and enforced God's rule through faith. Then I put in parentheses, different glory. Don't act the same when, you got, when you're in another glory. You can't, you, another glory means access to greater authority. Right. 
Never forget that. Don't, don't think you got to subject yourself to the same things you did in the last glory. Right. Amen? It wasn't a category five because we didn't allow it to be. Make no mistake about it. Don't forget this testimony. We will use it for later storms. Don't be ashamed of the testimony. Don't you dare walk around being scared to say, no, we came to church and we spoke to the storm. And the reason why that storm didn't come as a category five is because we had people who prayed. I don't care if you look at me crazy. I know what God did. I don't care what you think. I don't even care if you think about who cares. Amen. Most of the people that benefit from it will never, ever appreciate the ones who actually did something. Get used to that. The reason why you had power was because of me. And you sitting there looking at me like I'm crazy. Amen. Most folks will never appreciate it. That's fine. Amen. Jeremiah 6 verse 19. I'm going to read this. This is so, so powerful, the principle. And I shared it with my family. It says, I'm going to read it in New King James. Here, O earth, behold, I will certainly bring calamity. He said, I will certainly bring calamity. That means hurricane, natural disaster, earthquake. I will certainly bring calamity. Hurricane, natural disaster, earthquake on this people. Why? The fruit of their own thoughts. Because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected it. When we think calamity is coming, we give permission for calamity to come. You ever watch people say, who think, man, I, I'm, I think I'm scared of getting cancer like my daddy, and they get cancer like their daddy. And then they turn around and say, I told you so, but God actually gave you the fruit of your own thoughts when you rejected the word that says he broke every generational curse. Can I help you understand something? You do not have to break generational curses. They were already broken. If you still think you got to break what he already broke, you gave yourself back the curse. What you mean you got to break it? He already did. Why don't you claim it? Amen? You see, you, you see countless number of people say, Lord, I'm worried about my power going out. Their power goes out. God gave them the fruit of their own thoughts because they rejected the word that could have renewed their mind. And we understand that the mind now, glory be to God, the renewed mind. The mind of Christ has power to alter things. Amen. The Bible says he's the head of the church. And you shall see angels ascending and descending upon the son of man. Who is he? The head. Angels move by mindsets. Your mindset moves angels. Do you actually think those winds went from a category five to less than a less than a tropical storm without God saying, I see men thinking like my son and I got to honor my son's thoughts. Angels be released to stop the winds. Do you understand there's four angels sitting at the four corners of the earth waiting to release four winds? Angels control winds. That is not make believe. That's the Bible. When are we, if angels control winds, when we think like Jesus, the angels obey Jesus. That's my son's thoughts. Y'all got to do that. Now they're thinking like my son. Oh, that's in Jesus' name. It ain't saying in Jesus' name. Please don't let the storm take everything out. In Jesus' name, please let us survive this storm. Man, the devil loves that. He gets on his knees with you. In Jesus' name. 
He'll do that with you all day long because you separate yourself from authority. Amen. We have authority. Can I make an announcement to you right now? I'm here to tell you right now, our responsibility just got upped. Y'all know that, right? God has given us more accountability of what happens in this region. And he let us know that by what happened today. We ain't just going to be sitting looking at the news and saying, oh, look how bad Florence is getting. Amen. And we've rebuked Hurricane Florence. Obviously, we have more responsibility than what we've been at this point since the glory that we've entered into. We got to start talking to stuff like we never talked to stuff and command stuff like we've never commanded stuff. Amen. 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 Me and you will get the fruit of our thoughts. Y'all know that, right? What are you thinking is going to happen? That's what's going to happen. Y'all know that, right? What are you thinking is going to happen? I just believe if I get married, I'm going to get cheated on. And you get cheated on. Because you thought you were going to get cheated on. What do you believe is going to happen? I just feel like I'm going to go back. And you wind up going back. Because you thought you were going to go back. You got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. Amen. You know what blesses me is to see young men and women in here that I know aren't mature in the faith but came to church today. They're not as mature but they showed up. Why? Why did they do that? Maybe they're starting to see that God is real amongst the people. Maybe we're starting to prove he's good. Prove his goodwill. Maybe we just proved God's goodwill wasn't for the hurricane to come. No, you just got to step aside and let God do his work. What if that ain't his work? You step aside and let God do his work. What if that's the work of a devil and he manifests to destroy the works of the devil? What if we just destroy the work of the devil? Amen. Amen. It's just God's will, you know, that, you know, he was 25 and he got killed. You just can't argue with God. That was not God's will. Y'all know that, right? That's not that. That was just a time. No, it wasn't. He promised us at least three score and ten. Ain't nobody supposed to die at 25 and 22 and 19 and 16. But we can't prove it unless we begin to believe him. We can't prove that. But we did prove that God didn't want a hurricane five storm to hit this area. We prove the goodwill of God. Amen. God has given us grace in this season to prove it. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, God is good. And he's going to prove it by me. God is good and he's going to prove it by me. 
Everybody, if your power went out, don't worry about it. Your power's about to come on. Again, and the next one that come, your power ain't even going out. I don't care if your neighbor's power goes out. Yours ain't going to go out. I'm here to tell you right now, glory be to God, the next storm is going to be a revival service. There's another one coming, but it's going to be like we having a revival up in here. Because we're going to, and we're going to write down these testimonies, and, we're going to, and, and God is going to prove himself to our children. Amen. I do not want my children thinking the first time I heard, they hear the word hurricane generator. I want them thinking intercession. I want their instincts to be completely different than my instincts. I want them to grow up with their dominion. Amen. So I encourage you and I implore you. I thank God for each of you. None of you fail God. None of you fail God. None of you miss God. None of us did. We in this together. Amen. And God kept all of us. Amen. God kept to all of us. If your power is out, just wait 24 more hours. Within the next 24 hours, God is going to, for some of you, you're going to go home and your power is already going to be on. We just speak to it now in the name of Jesus. Speak to it now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I just want to pray for us. I want to pray for us because this, this, when you begin to tap into God like this, there's a greater level of accountability. Amen. I don't have to argue with theologians. I'll just do what they're teaching. Why not just do what they're teaching? You can teach great on healing, but you can't heal no doggone body. You're great at teaching on casting out devils, but you ain't never cast one out. Why not just do it? Nike. Just do it. Y'all know Nike means nikah. That is the Greek word nikah. It actually means victory. Y'all know that, right? Victory. Every time you say Nike, you say in victory. Amen. This is the victory that overcometh the world. There's a reason why Nike's on top. Their name is victory. Every time you say me, you're calling me victorious. When Reebok calls me Nike, he's telling me I got victory over him. My name is victory. <laughs> oh, that's good to me. The devil got a name, call me victory. What happens when my name is victory? And even when the devil wants to fight me, he has to call me victory. That's my name. Somebody shout, just do it. Glory be to God. Come on, put your hands together and bless him. I just want to pray for us. We're just going to go home and, and rest and get ready for a great week this week. Amen. There still might be some things shut down, but you're going to have a phenomenal week and you're going to spend some time testifying about the glory of God. Do 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 not let the devil steal this testimony. Do not let anybody intimidate you from declaring what you saw the Lord do. Do you understand that God made the world a liar? Let God be the truth. And every man, I know it's a fact that it's a category five storm, but the truth is, we can never call facts truth because truth is validated only by word. I know facts, but truth overrides facts. 
Amen. Amen. And so so now you had China believing that we were about to get tore up and we made China a liar. China reported in their newspaper, South, South Carolina and North Carolina about to get hit with the worst storm ever. You lied. Germany. South Carolina and North Carolina about to get hit with the worst storm, one of the greatest storms in the history of humanity. You lied. You had people calling you across the country. Y'all all right? Sure. I just won a game of Monopoly. Huh. Just won a game of Monopoly. We're, we're about to play uh, Jenga. The only thing falling is the blocks. Amen. Ain't that good? Just extra family time. I appreciate it. I got some time off work. I can spend some time with my family. That's about it. Father, we thank you. And we bless you right now for the grace, oh Lord God, that you want to release out of what has happened over this last five to seven days. Lord God, we won't forget what you've done. Lord God, we understand that we're here because you are a God of miracles. That, that we can cry out, but Father, that, that, that we don't have to fear, we can say, Father. We can cry out to our Father. And, and look, you don't just own the house, you own the earth. You don't just run our house, you run the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. We bless you and thank you that this is a light thing in your sight. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Thank you for keeping every man, woman, boy, and girl under the sound of our voice. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for rebuking the winds. Thank you for rebuking the storms. Thank you for rebuking the principalities that had assignment to bring a hurricane to this area and releasing angelic enforcements to take the steam out of the wind. We bless you and we thank you now. That by this time next week, we won't even see any evidence of what happened this past week. That all roads will be cleared. Water levels normal. Branches removed. Power restored. People back to business. God, we give you the glory. And we give you the honor. And we give you the praise even now. For victory. In Jesus' precious name, amen.